Welcome to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. In this program, Marty discusses waterfowl and upland bird hunting, as well as the clay target shooting sports, with some of the top industry leaders and shooting pros from around the world. If you're just starting out or you've been hunting and shooting for years, we'll have wing and clay target news and information that you can use. Now, here is your host, Marty Fisher. And welcome to another week of Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Marty Fisher here, and boy, you know, it's been a great week. Um, Lots and lots of things happening. Um, uh, Believe it or not, I was up at the, uh, you know, I live in the state of Georgia. I was up in in Atlanta on Monday. Uh, You know, my stepson uh, was sworn into the Georgia State House of Representatives, and, you know, he had his... Uh, his, my, his mom and I are really, really proud. And um, but you know, I was up there and I, and I had a chance to to see that whole thing at work. I don't know if uh, if many of you have ever been to a, uh, to your state capital and and see how the the House and the Senate and all of those things work. But boy, it was uh, it was really crazy. There was a lot going on up there, and I had a chance to meet a number of um, of the people that he'll be serving with, and and I am. Very comforted to say that I think we're in pretty good hands in the state of Georgia with firearms and and hunting and things like that. You know, uh, some years ago, uh, the state of Georgia actually uh, put uh, the right to hunt uh, on uh, on a, a ballot. Uh, you know, in a in a major election, and, and uh, we voted uh, the right to hunt in by about eighty three percent. So, uh, you know, we've got another uh, uh, you know uh, another challenge, you know, coming up with all of the uh, things that are going on politically now. And I, I, I try to stay out of politics, but sometimes I just have to have to bring those things up. But um, by all means, folks, call your state representatives, call your senators, uh, you know, voice your opinions. You've got to do that. So, you know, <clears throat> great visit to Atlanta under the Gold Dome and uh, had a had a lot of fun with that. Turkey season came in, you know, down here in the in the deep south. That's uh, that's almost a religion, like deer hunting is in a lot of a lot of other states. And uh, you know, I was out yesterday morning over in, in South Carolina. I live pretty close to the Georgia South Carolina border, so I'm able to hunt in both states. And uh, you know, it's 34 degrees and you know, nice and sunny, but boy, that's cold for turkey hunting. But um, you know, it was a lot of fun. I, I went with a, a good buddy of mine's son. He asked me to take him. And uh, while we didn't get a bird, I'm confident that we will before too long. Um, I, I will tell you, my good buddy, uh, Jack Cassidy, who I had on the show here a few weeks ago, uh, who owns Woodside Plantation. Uh, you know, and Jack is, uh, uh, you know, uh, one of one of the sponsors here on the show, uh, Woodside Plantation SC for South Carolina.com. You know, what a great place. And Jack, uh, Jack, took a really nice bird yesterday and uh, I, I talked to him a little bit and he's already talking about getting ready for the quail hunting season and boy if you want something uh, that's a lot of fun on a mule and wagon quail hunt uh, get in touch with those guys woodsideplantationsc.com the um, <clears throat> shooting world's cranked up you know there's a lot going on in the shooting world hey did you did, did you see the young lady and I am I'm big time impressed by this. You know, I had had announced that the Blosser Skeet Classic was going to be going on out in San Antonio, uh, and that was held uh, last weekend. 
And there were hundreds and hundreds of shooters there, men, women. I'm talking about some really top dogs. The winner of that shoot was a young lady by the name of Melissa Barringer. Now, Melissa shot 399 out of 400 targets. And the only one that she missed was with a 410. And that is uh, that is absolutely remarkable. For those of you who shoot skeet, just imagine shooting 12, 112 gauge, 120 gauge, 100 or uh, 28 gauge, and 10 and only miss one target when the pressure is on. That's that's remarkable. Congratulations to Melissa. Uh, she and her her twin sister actually shoot for a, a college team, the Shriner University. And uh, boy, I bet. Uh, I bet those guys are probably are pretty good. I can I can just imagine. But um, that was just absolutely terrific. You know, a couple of things that are going on. Um, we've got some sporting clays events coming up. Uh, you know, I really have to have to talk about that. Uh, the Browning Browley, the 20th anniversary of that is coming up uh, over at the Greater Houston Gun Club. That's going to be um, uh, in early April, and then the Big Seafood Blast in the Beretta Cup uh, in April, also out at M&M Hunting Preserve. That's where the U.S. Open Sporting Clays is going to be this year. So I'm sure they'll have a huge attendance there to, to get in and uh, kind of get a feel for that uh, that particular place. Uh, the next really big skeet shoot, and I've been talking about this for a while, is at Far City Gun Club uh, near me in Savannah, Georgia. That will be the Kriegoff Masters. That is in early May, uh, the 2nd through the 5th. Uh, Sporting Clays Regional coming up, the Western Regional Championship out in Coyote Springs in Tucson, Arizona. That's the 8th through the 14th of April. Uh, the Florida State Shoot's coming up, too. That's the 4th through the 7th, and that is at the OK Corral Gun Club down uh, just <clears throat> north of Okeechobee, Florida. Uh, the Texas Sporting Clays Championship is also in April, but that's late April. Now, uh, two big events that you probably need to know about. The NRA convention coming up in Indianapolis, April 26th and 28th. I've been to some of those, and uh, there's quite a spectacle. And, uh, and they always have great speakers and a lot of really cool folks walking around at that convention. Uh, the Ducks Unlimited National Convention this year, uh, May 28th to June the 2nd. You can probably get your wife to go to this if you want to go. It is in Waiakaloa, Hawaii. Now, you want to talk about a cool place. Uh, that is going to be a lot of fun. Let's see what we've got going on in, in our wing and clay news. Not much this week. Um, I did see where Federal Ammunition has got a new Top Gun Sporting Clays load. You know, they've changed... Uh, Change the recipe a little bit, uh, a little bit harder target or harder pellets, I should say, to uh, pattern a little bit better. Uh, increased velocities, got the recoil down just a little bit. So, you know, check those out. Uh, you won't have a hard time finding a federal top gun sporting clays load. And then uh, finally, let's see, we've got, um, <clears throat> I said it was turkey season, and I've talked about some 410 stuff, Stevens. You know, which is uh, a company that's owned by the uh, parent company of Federal Ammunition, Stevens, has now has a Stevens 301 410 turkey gun. You know, and, and 
410 has become the rage, and uh, it's you know it's not a 50 yard gun, but with all of the new ammunition that's out there, it's probably a a 40 yard gun, and I, I don't think I would be afraid at all to, uh, to to take a shot inside of 40 yards. So, <clears throat> if you want to find out what's going on, mynsca.com for sporting clays, mynsa for the National Skeet Shooting Association, mynssa.com for skeet, and shootata.com for trap. And by the way, the trap, you know, and I kind of overlooked this, the trap guys have got the, uh, the Florida State trap shoots going on this weekend down at the Silver Dollar Club in Odessa, Florida. And the Arizona State shoot is at the Tucson Trap and Skeet Club out in uh, Tucson, Arizona. <clears throat> so, what have we got going on this week that's important? Well, a couple of things. Uh, I see that Winchester has stepped back up, and uh, and they're going to be sponsoring the ATA again. I, I know you trap shooters are going to love to hear that. And uh, uh, Randolph Engineering, who actually make the shooting glasses that I wear, the RE Ranger system that Randolph has, or that's Randolph Engineering Ranger, uh, has stepped up to uh, be a gold sponsor for the SCTP. And, you know, I really can't thank those guys enough to, for supporting the uh, the youth programs. <clears throat> so it looks like that's about all that's going on. And that was, um, that was a mouthful. That's all I can say. So let me tell you who my guest is this week. You know, you always hear me open the show with a uh, with a little in-show commercial from the Crushable Vault. And, uh, you know, those guys were, were kind enough to step up and, and, and be one of the very first sponsors of this show. And, you know, I had, um, had, had talked to Christopher Merritt about being on the show. Uh, Christopher is, uh, uh, you know, from Atlanta. And uh, we actually uh, met uh, to put this whole thing together for them to come on board with the show. And I asked them, uh, to Chris, Christopher and his partner, Brian, and Brian is going to be on another time. He's, he's had uh, some conflicts this week uh, <clears throat> where he couldn't make it, but Christopher's on board. And I want to, uh, instead of doing a, a big, long in-show commercial on, Chris, uh, uh, on the Crushable Vault, I am going to introduce you to Christopher Merritt, who is one of the owners of Stack Arms, makers of the Crushable Vault. Christopher, are you on board? Yes, sir, Marty, I am. Well, buddy, listen, it is a real pleasure to have you on Winging Clay Nation. I, uh, <clears throat> you know, we, we've had a number of conversations, and, and they've always been really good ones. And I, and, and I think, uh, you know, you can always tell when you're talking to a guy that's a uh, that's a salesman like I am, <clears throat> you know, a guy that's a PR guy. But you know what? I tell you that you've got a great product. I'm not kidding. I, and we're going to talk about that here in just a little bit. But I, I, I do want to first give you a chance, Christopher. Tell us a little bit about Christopher Merritt, and then we'll get into some, some, some nuts and bolts about, uh, about the product and, and why you came up with it and things like that. So tell me a little bit about Christopher Merritt, if you will. Okay. Uh, first, let's just start out. I have a bulldog, so Bulldog Nation is strong here in Atlanta. <laughs> um, so, as far as you know, 
I go with the um, shooting sports and all that stuff. I started um, with Orbis um, quite a few years ago, and uh, my background before then was always retail and product development. I went on and became the general merchandise manager and vice president in charge of product and creative at Orvis. And that gave me my real first taste of wing shooting. Um, you know, Orvis is known for fly fishing, but they also have a small segment for wing shooting. And I like both. <clears throat> it was really a, a great chance to get out in the field and understand what wing shooting was all about. And I do have to say that um, my first shoot was pheasants down in um, Orvis, San Anona. And, uh, the dogs performed unbelievably, and that's what, you know, I hear you talk about. And just watching them work and watching them uh, look back at you when you had those misses <laughs> makes you a little bit makes you a little bit shy, like, okay. Um, you know, you're, you're there to work for the dogs as far as I'm concerned. So, um, so that gave me my taste of wing shooting and sporting clays. And then um, from there, I went on to be the general manager and Chief Operations Officer for Beretta USA. And um, then I was full in, right? Um, couldn't get away from it. Um, you know, Beretta USA is known for shotguns and pistols, and at that time we had the Army contract, um, known for Saco and Tika, uh, clothing. Um, back then we actually even had um, a, a single-action group from Beretta that competed with... Um, uh, the Uberity line both came from the Beretta Holding Company. But so full immersion into the shooting sports, which I just loved. I mean, I was a kid that grew up um, in the military, a military brat, and um, going out with a um, <clears throat> full sleeve of BBs and coming back empty was kind of what you did <laughs> back then. And that got me shooting, uh, understanding uh, how to lob a BB um, and, you know, <laughs> over the top and hit something. Well, so, yeah, um, and hey, Christopher, we, you know, I can promise yeah. you that's exactly how Marty got started. I, it is as strange as that may seem, uh, you know, and we don't we don't really put enough uh, conversation into things like that. You know, how do you really get, you know, a young kid interested in in shooting and, you know, the because everything in shooting and, and I tell uh, being a professional instructor and I, you know, heck, I'm off to. Uh, Kiowa Island over in South Carolina tomorrow. I've got uh, got a, a shooting lessons that I'll be doing there all day. And, uh, uh, you know, it, everything in shooting is visual. You know, and, and, I, and I, I bet you found out when, you know, when you figured out how to lob that BB and all of a sudden you started hitting what you were shooting at, it was a lot more fun. <laughs> well, you know, as a kid, you're just there to, you know, you're shooting, right? You had your you're daisy and you just kept shooting, shooting. But what I found out when I got older is all those tendencies, all that way of uh, moving the gun through um, the bird and, and, uh, you know, setting up for a shot at a deer or a turkey or whatever it was, um, was still there. You know, um, I remember over in Saco, Finland, um, to get qualified for the moose hunt, you had to shoot a running target, right? Cause that's right. how they, they do driven, driven moose over there. So, I mean, I just stepped up and, you know, it was bang. And then the moose comes the other way and it was bang. And they go, yeah, you're fine. I never shot that target in my life, but it was just so <laughs> easy to move with it as it, you know, I think it was a hundred yards. I don't know what it was, but, um, you know, a hundred yards away. And you just kind of know how to move your gun because of the thousands and thousands of BBs you shot as a kid. Sure. You know? Well, you know, so. and, and, and I'm, I will say this, Chris, I mean, this is actually something a lot of folks, 
that are listening on this show uh, have obviously never, you know, hunted over in Europe. But it is a little bit different in order to even get a hunting license to hunt in some of those countries. Yeah, well, it's, um, you know, I mean, the Breda group is pretty darn strong over there. So they take care of everyone. They've taken a lot of dealers on hunts. Um, they take a lot of dealers to the factories. I mean, we've taken a lot of people in the um, uh, advertising and marketing companies back in the day when it was magazines and TV shows over to um, Finland and over to Italy um, for shoots. So it's, it's a normal thing the Europeans do for um, their customers in the U.S. And um, I'm sure that a lot of the um, American customers bring their European customers. American and, and they do. Bring and, European and, customers and, over, yeah. And, and I'll tell you something. You know, when I first, when, you know, when I got into the sporting plays game back in uh, the late 80s and then got into the business full time in 1990, uh, we started getting a lot of the British shooters uh, coming over to America to shoot. And and the <laughs> the thing that, that really made me laugh when uh, – when a lot of those guys would finish around, and a lot of them were just brilliant shots. I mean, they were really, really good. And, you know, Sporting Clay started over there, and, uh, you know, they they were accustomed to shooting really difficult targets. But, you know, when they came to the States, they didn't know anything about shooting in the trees, you know, because over there, you know, they're <laughs> shooting right. out in the, in the open most of the time. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, we would, we would throw some of those 15 and 20-yard crossers that were zooming through trees, and, uh, you know, and those guys were like, what in the world am I looking at now? <laughs> and it was, uh, well, it was it, absolutely yeah. hilarious to see that. But I, yeah. uh, you know, but I, I, I think we're, you know, we're, we're getting ready to come up on a break, and I, uh, we're going to go ahead and take that, and when we come back, we're going to really get into the crushable vault, which I will tell you, folks, I think is one of the most genius products that I have ever seen in the firearms industry. And we're going to talk about that. And and I can assure you, uh, when Christopher gets done explaining what, what this is all about, you may very well want one for yourself. So, folks, stay tuned. Wing and Clay Nation will be right back after these messages. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. 
plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email, wingandclayradio at gmail.com. That's wingandclayradio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back. And we are getting ready to have a meaningful conversation about the crushable vault with Christopher Merritt. But I want to, before I go back to Christopher, I'm a big social media guy now. You know, I'm an old guy, and social media didn't exist, you know, back when when I was a little guy, like so many of you are now. Um, in fact, a, a computer to me is still a glorified typewriter. That that's how long I go back. But by all means, go check us out Facebook.com/slash Wing and Clay Radio. Go over to Twitter, Twitter.com Wing Clay Nation, and uh, we're on Instagram too, Instagram.com slash Wing and Clay Radio. So uh, go to those uh, go to those different sites and you know uh, participate. We want to have you on board, and uh, there's going to be some really cool stuff coming there down the road. Now back to my buddy Christopher Merritt, and uh, Christopher, you know I've I've been uh, heaping praises on the Crushable Vault here for a number of weeks, and and uh, you know, they're, they're well-deserved, but you said you're kind of a product development guy. You've, you know, you've been in the industry for a long, long time. And, yeah, uh, how about this? Why the crushable vault? Why did you come up with that? Well, it's kind of weird, but I'm going to say two guys walked into a bar. And that's literally what happened. Um, two guys from... Um, uh, Bucks County, Pennsylvania. We're in Philly, in Philadelphia at the Union Club, Union League Club up there, which those of you who have got to visit that place had a chance. It's just wonderful. And they were um, shooters um, and, um, and hunters. And um, they um, were sitting there in the bar, um, you know, having a nice beverage. And um, uh, I, know, I know there wasn't a cigar there because I'm the one that smokes cigars in the group. But these two guys, Mark and Brian, um, we're sitting there going, okay, I just left my K80 in the back of my car and I threw a coat over it. And Mark goes, <laughs> yeah, my Browning is sitting in there, you know, Belgian Browning, not, I mean, yeah, all the, all are good, but Belgian Browning is sitting there and I put a blanket on mine. Okay. In his truck, he drives a nice truck. So it's like. They're like, we got to get quit doing this, right? Every time they go out there talking about, I have one eye on my conversation and my buddies and hanging out, and my mind or my other eye is on my vehicle. Where is it? What's going on? I don't want to lose my 
shotguns, and it was shotguns at that time. And they're like, what can we do? And so, you know, as you get um, further into your second um, beverage, you get better at solving problems, as we all do. Mm-hmm. And probably the third beverage, they probably said, okay, time to go to bed. And they went to bed. Well, these two guys got up in the morning and decided to do something about it, which most of us go to bed and say, well, okay, that was a nice dream. And, you know, it's a, we'll solve the rest of the world's problems tomorrow. So um, I knew Brian from my um, association with the NRA. And he um, has um, been doing a lot of uh, uh, work for uh, veterans and stuff up there with a veterans disability shoot that he does. And he, he gave me a call and said, hey, we would love to talk to you. Um, are you going to be at, and it was um, somewhere, I can't, somewhere in Pennsylvania, further south, that the NRA was meeting for some kind of, you know, events that they have. It wasn't the NRA um, annual meeting, but it was just another one. And they said, can you meet us there? I was in upstate New York at the time and said, yeah, sure, I'll drive over. So I drove over and we started talking and we started talking about, you know, what, what it was. We started talking about how they came up with this idea, what was the problem they wanted to solve. And then I said, um, okay, I understand it, but are you in? And <laughs> when you're in business development and operations and stuff, in means do you have any money, right? <laughs> it's like, you know, are you really in or are we talking? And they were in. They said, no, we want to get this done. So um, I was at, um, I just left Oakley Defense, and while I was out there, I had worked with a couple engineers and people outside of Oakley that did special operations, um, backpacks and uh, parachute rigs and stuff like that. So I called one of them and said, here's the concept, you know, what do you think? And he, he goes, okay, let me try it. Um, and I hooked up uh, Mark and Brian thinking, okay, that's the end of it for me. And, you know, see what can happen. And he came up with an idea that had a multi-flap deal that came over to one single peg. And if you know the crushable vault, it's a lot easier than what I'm going to describe. And it was very sophisticated. Um, To get into it would be very hard, but to get your stuff out of it would be very hard as well. So they called me back in and said, okay, this is what we have. Can you come up to Philadelphia? I said, no problem. I'll fly up to Philadelphia. So I went up to Philly, and we had um, this guy named Bergie. We had his product there, and we just had a bottle of Lagavulin sitting there. <laughs> and four of us, I brought in a friend from, uh, or- from my past life at Orvis, and the four of us sit there and just started detailing what it is, how it was, how does it work, and all that stuff. So you start sketching it up. Um, my friend from Orvis had a, a great manufacturer out in Tennessee. He said, okay. That's the next step. Sorry about that. That's my dog. Um, the, um, uh, he said, okay, let's put it together. Let's send it to Dave and see if we can um, get, get this thing going. So we flew into Memphis, drove over to Bolivar, Tennessee, met with Dave. And Dave is at the point, was at the point in his life, and he's still there, that he's not going to take on projects he doesn't like or that interest him. You know, he, he looked at us, and we're looking at him going, okay. Do we make a trip just for dinner? Are we really going to get something done? He left us and said, yeah, I can do it. And so back and forth with samples, back and forth with fabric, back and forth with um, product. I flew out there probably three or four times. And we kept 
you know, thinking about, okay, how's every situation, the thief is here, the thief is there, to protect these guns from that smash-and-grab thief. And finally, after a lot of work, a lot of samples, a lot of testing, we came up with the original crushable vault. Okay, that's the number one that we call it. So if you go to crushablevault.com, you'll see the number one. It is Fort Knox. It has three internal 10-millimeter cables that links to an outside 10-millimeter cable that hooks into your child safety lock and your D-ring and your truck or wherever. You are not going to be able to get that puppy out much less get into it and smash and grab. You could probably spend an hour or two, but you're still not going to get into it because if anyone knows anything about the mesh cables, um, the fire department told me, yeah, we use the mini jaws of life on those. That's how tough they are to get, to get rid of them. So, um, and that's not a machine that you carry in your pocket, right? With your, uh, of course not. uh, Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you know, I, I I, I hear, I hear what you're saying. And, you know, a lot of folks who aren't totally familiar with the product may say, you know, boy, that sounds complicated. But you know what? It's so simple, it's ridiculous. I mean, when, when you and I met and we, and we you know, went through the uh, process of you, you showing me all about the product and, and how easy it is to actually install, if you want to say install, I don't even think install is the right word, I, how, how easy it is to just you know, secure it into your truck or your SUV. I mean, this is a this is a thirty second process, and boy, at, at at that point, you are you are really feeling good about your firearms, and you can go do anything you want to do. Exactly, exactly. So the the original number one, which came with a umbrella fabric with leather trim, and then we did a ballistic nylon. It takes um, after one or two tries forty five seconds to get it out because you're dealing with three cables instead of mm-hmm, the right. new one, which is one cable. Um, now, as Marty said, it's 30 seconds or less, if you know what you're doing. Um, and after two times, believe me, you know what you're doing. So when I go shooting or hunting, it's so easy to take that second gun now. And um, a crushable vault can hold a double case and a single, so you can actually take three guns, um, shotguns. And it's so easy to have that extra one. So if I'm shooting, um, you know, Dove, and I want to be a, try and be fancy in a 28 or a 410, I can also, you know, go over into... Uh, pheasant field and, and bring out the old um, uh, 20 or 12, mm-hmm. you know, and it just makes, and you don't have to think about it. You just side, you set it in there, you tighten it up. We are, we use the greeny cases. Those are the ones that we build everything to spec for half of any hard case shotguns you get. 75% are the greeny cases. They might say, and I don't, th- um, I don't think a lot know. of people realize that. Uh, you know, the Greeny, uh, you know, it's an Italian company, and they, my gosh, I mean, they make cases for just about anybody and everybody, and, uh, and, and you know, they're all pretty close to the same size. Now, you've got a couple of different sizes and lengths, you know, of cases, you know, for whether it be for a 30-inch or smaller or up to a 32-inch barrel, as, as, uh, as I remember. Yep, yep. So, the original we built to the 30-inch, Right. Um, and all the Negrini cases fit in there and stuff. And, you know, we got our, our pro shooters like Anthony Matteries and uh, a few others. And, and, you know, next thing you know, they're shooting the big, you know, DT-11s, 32-inch, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, gosh. So we just basically took a 38-inch case and made a 48-inch case in our new um, field collection so that if, you, if you're into that 32-inch case, uh, 32 inch barrels you can 
you can use it, right? It won't be a big sure. deal. So it's just one of those things that um, we're really proud that we kind of take that worry off of people's minds. And, you know, I have a kind of saying that, you know, whether you have a legacy gun or a heritage gun, you know, I mean, I, I have my grandmother's Winchester 410 pump. That to me is legacy, right? And, and heritage, you know, and our heritage, then how you look at it. But then I have a couple of Berettas that because of being, <laughs> being with Beretta, they're kind of nice. So yes, I want to leave those absolutely. to my sons, right? <clears throat> well, so, and I, so think, I, I think I don't want them know, stolen. I, I don't really know anybody who doesn't think that they've got a nice gun. I mean, you know, this is especially true for the for the clay shooter folks. I mean, you know, they uh, they want to protect those things with their lives, and and uh, you know, I've I've mentioned a, a couple of times in previous shows about some of the theft that goes on at some of these big shoots. You're not necessarily at the gun club, but people are staying in hotels and things like that. And, you know, I mean, a, a petty thief, the first thing he looks at when he looks into a vehicle, if there's a, you know, some kind of a blanket or something laid out there, that is that is a tip-off that there's something under it. So, you know, yep. it's <laughs> yeah. this ain't rocket science. <laughs> no, exactly. Our, our thing of a dovetail with 30 trucks out there parked all in a row and everybody is, you know, a quarter to a half a mile away in a dovetail, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of a sitting duck, right? Yes, you know, and quickly they'll run through and grab the easiest thing they can, you know, break a windshield, grab it and dash. You can't do that with a crushable bulb. You know, you're not going to, you're going to sit there, try and yank on it. You can try and cut the top, which is fine. You still can't get through the cable, so... You know, it's just it's just one of those things that gives you that peace of mind. Well, and the, you know, and the, and the thing that that really impressed me was it. You've got the you've got your 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 covers. You've got your ballistic nylon, and then you've got you know you've got the got the got the other uh, material that that you use, and it just doesn't look like a gun case. I mean, it it really and truly doesn't look like something that's holding guns. So that's not going to immediately draw the attention of of someone other than you know if there are a lot of shooters hanging around you know that you know some guy might think well maybe that's a gun but it sure doesn't look like that yep yep um brian told me a great story he has a you know a, a nice suv he's picking up his kid from um uh, lacrosse practice he's got um three more boys throwing their sticks in the back he's got his crushable vault case nice and neat in the back they get there, the moms come out to talk, and the trunk's open. You've got this gray case in there. They have no idea what it is. It's just a gray case in the back of his, back of his SUV. And he's got, you know, three shotguns in there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that makes, it, that makes it easy. And, you know, you, have, you can get around those politically correct things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> exactly. So. I mean, it, it, it honestly just doesn't. Does it at all look like that? And folks, you know, if you if, if you if you don't believe what we're saying here, uh, you know, sadly, radio is not as visual as I would like it to be sometimes. But uh, the website certainly is uh, crushablevault.com. If you if you go there, you'll see what we're talking about. I mean, these cases, you know, they just look like just look like a piece of luggage that somebody put in there, and a nice piece of luggage, I might add. But uh, <clears throat> you know that. So, Christopher, you've got. You know, you came up with the concept, you put it together, um, you got it, you got it launched, 
and you know it's it's really taken off and and uh, right now i think you're probably of, of all of the uh the the cases in its class this is by far the most popular of all of those but what we haven't talked about is some of the end of you know the, the let's talk about that field vault that's something that's fairly new that mm. you've got on the market and, and i really think that's a that's a product that anybody and everybody that travels to shoot or hunt could use one of those things you know every time they they leave their driveway yeah yeah, so the field vault was, is, you know, your first rendition, you build it like a tank. It's, you know, a super fortress, um, just wonderful. And you realize that, wow, we didn't need to build it that much. We didn't need to put that much into it. So we reduced the three cables on the inside to one, and we still have the single cable on the outside, all 10 millimeter. Um, if those have a Yeti, um, you know, Yeti sells a master lock eight millimeter. Um, it's a lot thinner than 10, believe me. Um, we use the 10 millimeter in ours. So the field, ca- the field vault and the field collection, um, being an old, <laughs> being in product development, you know, I went out and got into number eight wax cotton duck, all that great stuff we use to keep the rain off. And we've worn as, a um, um, uh, upland, you know, hunting pants on the front and all, all those good things and jackets and stuff and thorn proof. And so we just use, you know, number eight wax cotton duck. That's made in America. I went to YKK, which is down the street here in Macon, Georgia. Um, I got um, number 10 brass zippers, and they are the heavy, heavy zipper that we all know and love. When You know how certain things you feel a button on your shirt or you feel a zipper? When you pull the zipper, you know it's quality. Well, that's what mm-hmm. we put in there. Our, the leather trim that we use is all American hides, and then it's all made here in America. So um, we put a lot of pride that it all comes from here and is, we kind of say, you know, built for shooters, by shooters, built for hunters, by hunters, and built in America by Americans. Okay. Well, and, 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 the field, and that carries a lot of weight on this show, I can tell you that. And I've, I've got a sneaky <laughs> well, suspicion good. that it carries a lot of weight uh, with the purchaser as well. And, you know, and, and, and what's, what's great is you've got, you know, in your, in your waxed, waxed cotton canvas, you know, you can get that in uh, a pecan color or a black walnut and then you've got the ballistic nylon case, which is black, uh, but all of those look really, really good. Now, Christopher, sit tight. We've got to take a take one more break here um, while I've got you online. And uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about the new pistol ammo case that you've got as well, uh, as and uh, and and try to wrap this up. So, folks, stay tuned. Winging and Clay Nation with Christopher Merritt of The Crushable Vault. We'll be right back after these messages. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. 
Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. WingandClayRadio at gmail.com That's WingandClayRadio at gmail.com now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back. I am here with my good buddy Christopher Merritt of the Crushable Vault. And we've been talking about all sorts of things. You know, it was it was amazing when Christopher uh, sent me uh, some of his bio information. I was... Uh, I, I wasn't expecting to read all of the cool things that I did. I mean, you know, here's a guy, we talked about it earlier. He's worked for Orvis. He's worked for Beretta. He's worked for Oakley. I mean, my goodness, um, <clears throat> you know, those are some really marquee companies that are that are tied to the shooting world that uh, that, that, that a lot of guys would, would love to work for. I do know that. Um, and the one you did mention, and I don't guess you worked for my good buddy Jack Homer over at ESP, you know. And <laughs> and I, I can't I can't do a I can't do a show without mentioning uh, Jack and and ESP. Just the, the uh, custom hearing protection that I wear, and uh, it is just absolutely fabulous. And you know, honestly, just, you, you almost can't find anybody now that that uh, that shoots a lot that doesn't have some ESPs in their ear. And the reason that they do is because, you know, every time you get up to a sound that's 90 decibels or more, those things cut that sound down and, and help protect your hearing. And, uh, you know, I would I would highly recommend if you don't have some ESPs, give them a look. Really easy to get them through impressions uh, through an audiologist. Uh, just check them out, ESPAmerica.com. And uh, down the road, I'll run into some of you folks, and you'll thank me because I'm, I'm going to help you save your hearing. Now, let's get back to Christopher Merritt of the Crushable Vault. And, you know, we talked about talked about number one, you know, the, like you say, is built like a tank. Then we talked about the field vault that's come out, come out and uh, it's great for uh, for travel and all of that. You know, and, and what we haven't talked about, you've got a new case out. And then the other thing that, that we need to throw in there is you've also got a wheel kit for these things. So, Christopher, you've got a new case, the PA case, you know, and the PA, I think, probably stands for pistol and ammo. But I'm going to let you take the ball and run with it here and tell us, too, about the new wheel kit that you've got for the product. Okay. Um, so I do have to say, I 
wear ESPs as well, and I call them cheaters because when you're sitting there um, hunting turkeys, sitting there behind that tree or in that blind, you can hear a lot more than you can without your ears on. <laughs> Boy, you've got that right. And that is a, and an old guy like me who didn't wear those things for a long time. Uh, I've lost some of my hearing, you know, prior to wearing ESPs, as I'm sure a lot of folks have. But you're right. I mean, uh, uh, you can you can hear sounds in nature that you never thought existed. And it's just because, you, you know, you, you probably can't hear as well as you did as a child. But, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. I for one appreciate exactly. you wearing ESPs and, uh, and I know yeah, Jack yeah. does. But but tell me tell me about the new PA case. I mean, that is uh, that's okay. a remarkable little product. So, so two guys did not walk into a bar for this, but Mark and Brian have a good buddy who serves um, on the Pennsylvania police force, and he is a shooter, so he shoots, you know, sporting clays with him and all that good stuff. And he came to him and said, you know, what about pistols? And Brian was like, well, you know, we don't know, you know, you know we're doing shotguns, right? And he, he goes, well... You know, there's new rules, right, in all these blue states where you have to keep your uh, firearms separate from your ammo. You have to have your ammo locked. They have all, you know, New Jersey has rules. Massachusetts has rules. They all have their own different set of rules you have to kind of read before you travel. So we worked with them and said, okay, what do you really want? He goes, I want to be able to secure my pistols, and I want to be able to secure in a separate container my ammo, Okay. So we came up with the PA case, and thank the Lord that uh, it w- turned out to be one case and not two cases. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And so you can get in our PA case, which comes in the same number eight wax cotton duck um, or the ballistic nylon, you can get three Negrini pistol cases in our two flats of ammo. Okay? And same, same concept, um, single cable wraps around and secures them. Another cable secures into um, your child safety seat, which I recommend, or your D-ring. And um, for ammo, you can get um, um, two cases and wrap them just as tight, and no one's going to be able to steal your ammo or your pistols. So well, it's and, and as, a, a great as, as we said during the break, you know, the you know a lot of folks don't realize we can talk a little bit during the break. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, with a shotgun or a handgun, you got to have ammo with it or, you know, it's not going to work. So, uh, you know, especially when guys are going to gun clubs or going hunting or something like that, they're going to they're going to be taking ammo and, and, and uh, you know, clay target guys. I mean, they're not just taking a couple of boxes. I mean, they're taking flats and, you know, you've got to have a way to secure all of that stuff, especially if you're if you're staying overnight somewhere or you're having to park it way out in the middle of of nowhere, which sometimes is the case. So, you know, this uh, this product, you know, the, the, you know, there's certainly a place for it. And uh, I, I, for one, am as tickled as I can be that you guys came up with that because um, it's something that the market really needed. Yeah. And, you know, the Negrini cases are nice, but they have that nice, you know, three combination lock on the outside that you, you know, I hate to say you can take a screwdriver and a hammer and knock it right out. Right. right. And mm-hmm. if, if your um, case, whether shotgun or pistols, is not secure to your vehicle, that easily can be stolen. Right. So I put in them inside the PA case or the, or the um, um, field, field case. You can secure them so no one can get to them. You know, I've traveled with mine. Um, a friend of mine took his over, took the vaults over to England for a grouse shoot. And I literally had the TSA a- agents and he had the, um, 
um, people over in England, I don't even know what they're called, but the policemen over in England, all looking like I've never seen such a thing and no one can get to this. And that's what they're, you know, they're all worried about is people being able to steal, you know, the case and then they walk away with your gun. Well, well and, and, that and can't that, happen with the crushable ball. You know, and that's exactly right. I mean, uh, the, the thing that, I, that in, in other countries, and, you know, I've traveled all over the world as you have, shooting and, you know, the, the gun laws in these different countries are so very, very different from what we have. And, and you're absolutely right. I mean, they're, they are scared to death that a firearm is going to be left in the country because they don't let their, their citizens have firearms you know, the way we do. It's totally different. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so, I mean, we get great praises from the boys in blue. Um, and, you know, you want to talk about the um, travel kit real quick. So one of the things as we get older and we're carrying around, you know, a nice sporting shotgun and a <laughs> these things start weighing a lot, especially when you put two together in a case. Um, so the wheels just kind of help you save your back, right? I mean, it comes, the field vault comes with a nice set of straps you can put on your shoulder, but I'm, I'm not in the business of breaking my shoulders anymore. When I was younger, no problem. I'd have it up and carry it. But with that wheel kit, you can just take it and trolley it along as you park, you know, and catch that bus to the airport, go through the airport, check your guns in, the, wheel kit, the wheels come right off and um, fit into the bag. And then when at your destination, you pop them back out and you're trolleying right out. So well, just, it, for those it, that travel it, like that, it just helps save your back. Sure. And, and Christopher, as you know, a lot of these clay guys, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to be the first one to tell you, I'm not one of them. I don't have any intention of shooting a 10 or 11 pound clay gun. But, you know, <laughs> some did. of these guys, yeah. some of these guys, oh. you know, I don't think you can put enough weight in them. Yeah. You know, I mean, I remember when, um, you know, um, he's passed on, but Leo Harrison was one of our best shooters at Beretta. The man was a, a, a mountain of kindness. And he, I mean, he shot the DT-10 uh, DT back then like it was a toothpick, right? But those that knew, knew him knew that, you know, he was an NFL lineman uh, that size. So that's okay. But when you get smaller, these things start weighing a lot, you know, and you're, you're lugging them around everywhere. I like the idea of it being on wheels, attached to the truck, and easily, easy to get to, both in and out. Christopher, I, I, I cannot thank you enough for being a part of the show tonight. I mean, you've really well, given you, us a, Appreciate you've it. really given us a, a lot to ponder. You know, I mean, shooters, you know, you hear this stuff and you say, well, you know, that looks like a pretty cool product. You know, do I want to go buy one of those or not? And <clears throat> let me tell you something. You know, when I when I got introduced to it, uh, it I love stuff that I wish I had invented. You know, I'm one of those guys. You know, and I'm thinking, why the heck didn't I come up with that? You know, I mean, why didn't I come up with that? Well, you weren't in a bar and you weren't having, you know, a little <laughs> bit of whiskey. And <laughs> you weren't solving the world's problems and getting up the next morning and solving them again. And I, saying, yeah, I, we're in. No, I, you know, I, I, I kind of missed that meeting. But, boy, I, I, I'll tell you, I wish I'd been a part <laughs> right. of it. Now, uh, Christopher, uh, if you will, I'm going to let you do this and <clears throat> tell us. How do you how do you get the, the crushable vault? Give me that website and and, uh, and where do people need to go? Okay, so um, you know www, which you're old if you say that crushablevault.com. You can get them from Negrini Cases. When you go there, you can order the crushable vault as well. You can go to Guns America and order the crushable vault, and you go to Amazon. So as uh, Marty was saying, 
he is uh, the new age uh, older man. We are the new age uh, gun company where we have a lot of different outlets um, and uh, we allow people to see our products and order as they wish. You know, if they're an Amazon person or a Guns America person, however they want to order, they can order. Well, when you go to your website, crushablevault.com, uh, and you, you pick out what you want, whether it be a number one or a, or a, one of the, the field vaults or, uh, or the PA or whatever it might be, and you go over to the checkout page, got a little box up there. If you'll type Marty into that box, these guys will give you an instant 10% off of your purchase. And I can tell you that <clears throat> that will be sizable enough to buy you some more ammunition. And... Um, <laughs> You know that that's yep. a good thing. You know we 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 want to we want to make our make our investments and in all of the really cool stuff. But uh, Christopher, again, I um, <clears throat> I honestly can't thank you enough for being a part of the show, my friend. Thank you and thank you so much for having faith in me uh, to to be a sponsor partner on this show as well. It it means the world to me and and I really do appreciate it and and, and I can't thank you enough. Well, thank you, Marty, and we appreciate you supporting the. Um wing shooting sports and, and the shooting sports. I mean, the competition and stuff. I mean, we need people like you to be out there pounding the pavement. And there are a few that really open up this world to us and open up this world to our sons and daughters. Okay. I mean, you, you have definitely done a service over your life and it's very much appreciated. And thank you. Well, I, I, I appreciate that. And, you know, down the road when I need an agent, I'm going to give you a call. But, uh, <laughs> you know, realistically, uh, you know, we need people being involved. We need, the, you know, the, the kids involved in the shooting sports. We need the ladies involved. You know, we need it all. And, uh, and we, need, we need the right kind of products for, for folks to purchase that will help them protect themselves. And I, I think your little slogan, which uh, you know, I see all the time on your website and, and on social media, tell us what that slogan is real quick before we have to get out of here. Okay, it's, it's real, real simple. Freedom secured, right? We have Second Amendment rights. We have our Constitution. We have our Bill of Rights. And the Crushable Vault gives you freedom secured. And I'm going to tell you something. That carries a lot of weight. So, folks... <clears throat> That's about it for this week on Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Uh, I remind you, we're available on five podcast sites, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. And by all means, go to www.wingandclayradio.com where you can get all of the archived shows and, and even listen live. And don't forget, check out The Crushable Vault, www crushablevault.com. Christopher Merritt, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, folks. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Please join Marty again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week's show, think safety first and good shooting. 